Hello everyone, I hope you're having a good Wednesday. We have just released season four, episode 33. And um, I wanted to say thank you for waiting so very patiently for this episode. And I wanted to come on here to say that we have officially wrapped season four. Um, kind of crazy. Um, and what that means is the very next episode is going to be the last episode of Guildfellows ever. Um, kind of crazy, insane, insane. Um, it'll be the last, like, regular, like, story episode. We're going to have a season four wrap episode, as we always do. And then we're going to have a podcast, postmortem, wrap-up, whatever, whatever, whatever. So... As you're hearing this, if you're in our Discord channel, uh, our question channel will be open for both season four questions and podcast overall questions. I think we're probably going to like go season by season and just kind of reflect and see how far we've come and all this stuff. Um, But take this as the opportunity to kind of, you know, talk to all of us as a unit for the last time possibly so um yeah that's that's what we're gonna do um which also means this is gonna be my last announcement update whatever thing ever probably so um yeah I don't know that's really all I kind of have to say I'm a little behind on our social media pages so I apologize for that but um we'll we'll get there we'll catch up and, um, yeah, next week's going to be the very last story episode, season four finale. And then um, I'm not 100% sure when the wrap-up episodes are going to happen. They may not happen for a while, simply because a lot of us are busy um, and we're just kind of working around our schedule. Um, so they might not happen for a few weeks. We're going to try to squeeze them in eventually. Um, we're going to try to squeeze them in quick, but if they don't happen for a minute, then they won't happen for a minute, but they'll definitely at least come out this summer. I will make sure that happens. Um, they'll come out as soon as I can wrangle everyone together. So, um, yeah, that's, that's it. I think that's all I really want to say. I don't really need to go into the regular spiel that I do because I don't know. It's. It's almost over. Um, yeah. Thank you to Arcane Anthems for the, the theme song, as always. Um, and thank you to everyone who has listened uh, thus far. And I'll we'll get into it more once those wrap-ups come out. Um, but, yeah. That's, that's what I've got. Thank you for listening. Um, that's all I've got for you guys today. We love you all so much. Keep your heads up. Stay safe. We love you. I'll see you later. Bye-bye.
everyone, and welcome to Starfellows, your favorite D&D podcast in a galaxy far, far away. I'm your Dungeon Master, Rob, and with me, as always, are my friends, Hannah. Hello from the pit. <laughs> and oh song. It's literally always about the pit with you. Some of us are trying to kill the bad guys. Well, not I join would be them. able to help you kill the bad guy if I were not falling join in a pit them. right now. You were supposed to destroy the pit, not join it. <laughs> the dark pit of pitness. Uh, joined also by Amelia Sam, um, or Mills, uh, and is also Brennan. Sorry, that was really anticlimactic. We just like paused and said. Also joined by the magnificent, the <laughs> the broad-shouldered, the well the well uh, manicured Brennan. Oh, thank you, thank you. Yes, you're welcome. Thank you for joining us all. Brennan doesn't this, even this have his nails done. Chaotic intro to this episode, but it's already been chaotic. Yes, um, where we ended last episode, the party was in dire, dire straits. Akala had just been dropped over the pit underneath the Corpus Corsanti that leads down to the very core of the planet Corsant itself. El is preparing to face off on his last legs against Master Surota, the corrupted dark side Cathar who has orchestrated the downfall, the siege, the utter ruin of the Power and Lights district. And Rama has been plucking away and dropping from above onto his nemesis, the Trandoshans. Uh, <laughs> okay. Like, I mean, my nemesis is who happen to be Trandoshan. It's just, it's not the fact that they're a Trandoshan, except for the cold-blooded part. Just Brennan has hair. confided to the DM on multiple occasions his deep and unabiding <laughs> hatred for the Trandoshans. <laughs> that's that's a that's a bit of blue. It's a bit of a he told me it wow, burns red hot like up, the flames Brennan. of Mount Vesuvius. <laughs> that is that's so messed up. Yeah, that's oh lord. Fucked up. Yeah. yeah. Sorry to out you like that, Brennan, but Wow, but you I can't did believe drop. Al is the only not evil person in this party. <laughs> That's so crazy. He's uh, he's definitely he the Chad. Yeah. Um, I'm taking but... Monkey in the divorce with Darkula. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even like him that much. Uh, Monkey just, just doesn't like it you. when his 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 non-droid parents fight in front of him. It just makes him very uncomfortable. He doesn't want to take sides. He just like, wants sip to some coffee. He's like, oh, oh these fucking humans. <laughs> he just wants to have some ice cream. Yeah. This is all to say, you guys are in the middle of a pitched and heated battle uh, for your lives and for the fate of Coruscant and the people above you in the Power and Lights District. There is lightning crashing around you as purple smoke swirls violently with each step you take, you feel the crunch of the conjured force worms from Sue's crown squelch under your feet. There are several piles of bodies that have been sacrificed, all to corrupt the massive Corpus Corsanti kyber crystal, which is now turned a deep and inflamed red. At this point in the battle, Akala, you are falling. Now, this is how this is going to work. I've calculated it out, and the way I want to do this is based on 
real world physics and falling speed. And to simplify the calculations, um, we know that per uh, full round of combat, which is six seconds, you would fall 150 feet um, per round, provided that you did not do something too slow or otherwise prevent your fall. So, since Master Sue just dropped you, it is now your turn in the initiative order. So, you have the opportunity to use the tools at your disposal to try to save yourself from this pit. At this moment, you are mid-fall. So, okay. while you are deciding, you okay. can kind of imagine you're in bullet time. No, I like. I already know what I want to do. I'm okay. let the record show that I am proposing this as soon as like humanly possible. This has been my first chance to speak. Um, can I roll a dexterity saving throw within to try to be able to cast a spell within the first thirty feet of the drop to teleport out? Um. Yes. Yes, yes you okay. may. Perfect. Amazing. I'm not going right. to tell you what the DC is, okay. but it's going to be high. All right. It's 20. <laughs> no, well, right, now it's not. <laughs> that's a 19? Uh, hold up. A 19. Hold up. A 19. Hold up. Can I, hold up. Can I get, can I get a heads up? Can I give her a heads up? I, th I think that the opportunity has passed to give her a heads up on her own fall. How? I literally, the second she said 19, I started asking for if I could give her a heads up. It's a reaction. Well, because I'm thinking, like, Story in the wise. actual mechanics of the game, what are you, what I'm are you already doing? Falling. <laughs> what are you doing to help her? Like, she, she was pulled from the You're other falling. side of the pit, over the pit, and was dangling. Emotional support. Like, that's, you know, that's fine. A, an exchange, <laughs> an exchange of, of sentences. You know, I, I think it's, I sympathize because I think that, like, had you brought this up, earlier when like she was first grabbed and get the heads up i think i would have been cool with it i think that this is such like a split kind of decision moment that it does not save a 19 does not save so this is what happens so, so you're trying to get the fucking lawyer to dm yeah, last time but, ever that's my fault jeez <laughs> rules allow us to, to actually play the game and tell the story so as a as a self-admitted rules lawyer i feel no remorse um Rules lawyer, rules judge, and rules jury and executioner. Yes. <laughs> rules this is not a rules democracy. <laughs> I love democracy. Um, it's a robocracy. <laughs> sure is, honestly. I'm going to copyright that. copyright that for sure. No, you can't. I'm copywriting it. Too late. You can but license it from it me, is, though. Yeah, you can license it from me. Yeah, in intellectual property. I think as the, the judge I have very jury affordable rates. I'm going to say no. You have no power here. Not yet. You're not a lawyer yet. Not in the real world, Rob. <laughs> You're not going into copyright law. We both know this. <laughs> uh, okay. Just going to take all of this, put it away for now. I will remember this ribbing momentarily. Aqua, you failed your dexterity oh, saving throw. The force power that you were trying to use, I imagine, was uh, phase walk. Is that yeah. correct? Yeah. Yeah, but since I failed, I don't have to use the forest points, right, to cast that because I haven't actually casted it. So I think that this is how I want to rule this. You are able to use this power to try to to propel yourself thirty feet up as you are falling. 
in failing the dexterity saving throw, you were not then able to grab the ledge immediately. Okay. So you, like, reached up and, like, were able to, like, grip part of the ledge that was then slick. And so now you have started to, like, fall back again. So you have not saved yourself. Um, okay. Can, so phase walk is a bonus action. So I this might just be an object interaction, actually. It, can I use my leaf blade to, like, stick it in the wall to slow my fall or stop it completely? <laughs> uh, that's an awesome idea. Make a strength check. Yeah, that's strength check or saving throw. I guess it doesn't matter. Check, I save yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a dirty 20. <laughs> a dirty <laughs> or I guess 20. A 21, yeah, 21. Wow. Uh, so you are able to, yeah. So you like, like your initial hold on the ledge like slips, and you start sliding down, and you activate the uh, the like wrist mounted leaf blade, and you uh, figured out that like the mechanism has like a hydraulic like press kind of mechanic where it like shoots out quite forcefully, and so you're able to like punch into the wall, and then you feel like your weight. And like your pressure against the wall, like to start to slow, but you're like grinding your blade into this like metal wall of this tunnel, um, and you are dangling by a thread. Um, going to say you're going to slide um, an additional like 15 feet down from the ledge, so you're not falling anymore, but you are like held stationary down there, and your your position is precarious because you're only you only have one point of contact into the wall, but otherwise you're not falling to the center of the planet which is an improvement. Yeah, um, no, that's good. <laughs> good, I'm very pleased by that. That was a great use of that 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 tool. Love to Hell see yeah. that. Uh, Rama, it is now your turn. Okay, so there's one Trandoshan left, right? Yes, to remind, yes, I guess to remind us all. So there, we started this fight with two Trandoshans, a dog creature named Massif, Oko, Valnim, and Sue. Oko is unconscious. Uh, Rama killed one of the Trandoshans by landing on his head um, after, like, jetpacking above him. Um, and the other Trandoshan is uh, fairly badly damaged and is uh, over by where o- or, uh, Akala was before she was pulled over to the pit. Um, so, to kind of give you the shape of this room again, like, it's a cylindrical room with a cylindrical pit in the center with the Corpus Corsanti floating above it. Rama, right now, you're on the opposite side of the pit from... L and Sue, um, and How are many kind feet of away? like fifteen feet away from. Uh, well, from the edge of the pit that's closest to you, you're uh, about fifteen feet away. Um, okay. And then, like from uh, Sue and L, you are like seventy feet away. Okay. Cool. All right. In range. In range. We we love to see it. Uh. Okay. So I am going to. Our the Trandoshan friend, I shot out his slug thrower, so now he has a what a sword, right? Like a viper sword. Yep, yep, a viper sword. All right, well, let's see if I can hit it's him hard enough slick, to make yeah. him drop it. So I'm gonna fire twice with the hand cannon. That's an 18, and that's a 16 plus eight. It's a 24. 24 to hit the Trandoshan. Um, that will do it. 18 will also hit. All right, so let's get the dice out. Here we go. Five is a 19 damage, 19 damage, and then plus disarming blow. That's a five, so that's 24 damage. 24 damage. Okay. Uh, and then a so 
the DC uh, 16 to not drop the weapon. He gets plus four to strength. <laughs> he rolled a two on the dice. Um, so yeah, like I think when you're shooting him, he is like he looks like he's in very bad shape, and that he's on his like truly his last legs. Um, he has like his this like green icarus blood like kind of pouring from his mouth. Um, he's got several uh, like deep dents into his armor um, from previous bullet shot like bullet holes where um, <laughs> awesome. you know he has thick armor and so when you're hitting him like a lot of the impact of the bullet is taken into the armor but it still like shreds his body as when they pass through. Um, but he is like leaking like kind of Icarus blood. He was like leaning on his vibrosword to stay up. But when you disarm him and shoot him, like he like stumbles forward and is like very much like staggering and and seems very much unable to continue the fight for much longer. That being said, it is now that Trandoshan's turn. Um, if you are, if you, well, actually, unless you want to use your movement in any sort of way. Um. I don't want to go closer to the pit, so <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm gonna chill here. Uh, unless I can, is there any cover I can take? Um, no. Well, I mean, I guess you could like. Uh, I guess yeah. Actually, there's like a pile of corpses that you could hide behind. I will say you also have a friend <laughs> dangling in the pit. I'm not sure if that factors into anything at all, but. Well, I mean, I guess I could run up to it, but if I've already used my action to shoot. Uh, I don't want to run up to the pit and then stand there in case someone knocks me in. Yeah, I would just simply not get knocked into the pit. Oh, good, good. <laughs> Can you imagine falling in the pit? <laughs> I was going to, I yeah, I don't yeah, want to get closer to the pit. Falling in the pit. I'm going, I'm not going to get closer to the pit unless I can help. So I'm going to, I'm going to chill 15 feet away from it. I mean, are <laughs> I don't know that you know that Akala, like, yeah, like, saved herself when she fell. I don't think you've, like, seen any of that, like, action that happened the previous turn. I mean, so. unless he could hear, like, the rocks being, like, the with the... the yeah, button. is that a perception check to see if um, I can tell Akala per- saved herself? Perception check with disadvantage, because as I've described, this room is also filled with, like, swirling, like, lightning and, like, electricity and smoke and, I mean, the sounds of, like, your massive gunshots... Um, as well, so let's, yeah. Um, that is a ten. Ten doesn't cut it, so I'm gonna say that you like w- did not hear any of the like scraping sounds of Akala punching her leaf-shaped blade into the the metal side of the container. Damn. <laughs> okay. Uh, I guess I'm gonna scale. Akala. No. <laughs> Just yell something like that. Aw, damn. Fuck. Just start. <laughs> no, not really. I, I'm probably just going to avoid yelling out or acknowledging it. I'm sure me yelling her name is not going to help her. And I think some part of me thinks that she survived last time we got separated. She can survive this time. This is a completely different scenario than last time, but <laughs> Okay. <laughs> What's what am I going to do? I, I, I have a gun no, and a I get suit it. of armor. I get it. I Understand. Everyone, everyone acts real gangster until you only have six HP, and then it's like, ooh, <laughs> hide behind the corpses. <laughs> no, I, I'm good. Listen, Akala uh, can handle herself. She always has. I uh, no wait, wait. You're right. You're right. You're totally right. I have a heavily damaged jetpack. Yeah. All right. You have a jetpack. Can, can can I use that to? I can't believe I'm doing this. I'm going to die. 
Can I jump in after her? <laughs> yeah, hell yeah, buddy. You can jump in after her. Oh, all right. So my sputtering damage shot at jetpack. I'm going to power it up. Then run after shooting the Trandoshan. Just sprint toward the pit for 15 feet. Jump off of it. And hopefully use my last 15 feet of motion to, I guess slow my own fall with the jetpack. I don't know how far down she is, but... Yeah, uh, go ahead and make me a piloting check. Alright. Oh god. Oh. Don't get it on one. Then we have to save you from the pit. <laughs> <laughs> piloting check to get close I'm to... I'm not going in that fucking pit. You die, you die. You do have proficiency in piloting, right? I do. Yeah. Uh, yeah, if you so... fall, I don't know if anyone's gonna save you right now. That's not great on the die. That's a... You know the easiest way to save people from the pit is to kill the person who keeps throwing shit into the pit. So, I would love to help you in your endeavor. But I do have to get out of the fucking pit first. That's the only so, thing. I'm in a pit right now. That's a really, nine. I hadn't noticed. Okay. You haven't mentioned this before. So ladies, I rolled really ladies, poorly. You're both in a pit. Uh, Rob, what, what did you I get? I resent being called So leader. here's the thing. I rolled a nine. Um, so I rolled really poorly on the die. But... I do have the ace pilot superiority die, so I can add that to the roll. Okay. Three. So that's a twelve. Um, I. Th uh, okay. God. I hate this game. I hate this game so much. I use. These I dice mean, fucking suck. I'm not saying I have to like go straight up to her and level out. I'm just trying to not fall using item that I have am proficient in and know how to use that okay. only has one thing which makes me go up <laughs> okay so i hear you so um a 13 a 13 12. is going to be or 12. a 12 a 12 is going to be good enough for you to not fall to the pit uh so you're you do what you described you shoot this trandoshan you uh dip behind this uh this pile of corpses and then knowing that Akala has fallen, uh, run and dive down to the pit. Now, the way you described this is like you you wanted to jump into the pit after her. So that's what I'm imagining you doing. He's Rama like leaping into the pit and then starting his jetpack like once you see where Akala is. Um, because you didn't didn't roll all that high, you're a little bit later turning on your jetpack than you would have liked. So you actually like fell like about 15 feet below Akala even <laughs> before you get the jetpack up and then are able to rise up a little bit. But now I'm you are... Akala. Oh, fuck. But you are now under her by about um... I'm gonna say 10 feet. So like, you kind of are like under her like, and you can kind of spot her in a way and like be there in case she falls, but like you're not in range of her to like grab her and like take her up yet, like you know you you did to cross the field of zombies earlier. Um, uh, this this game, whenever you roll <laughs> in something you're proficient in, and then add your thing, and it's still not good enough. How how far into the pit uh, am I total? So total, you are 25 feet below the pit. Akala is 15 feet below the pit. Um, awesome. Total. Well, I'm just going to hover here. I'm at like 80% fuel on this jetpack, by the way, but that's fine. Continue. Um, that's good. You guys are also like, like you don't have line of sight onto any of the combatants. So like for the moment, you're in an okay spot, but you do feel a slight tingle of electricity in this pit start to gather and you feel Why? like... 
a little static. <laughs> Rob, this was suspenseful before that. That was Rob, so I'm going unnecessary. I'm to fly back to Philadelphia and murder you if Aqua dies in this bit. This is so unnecessary. It's Elle's turn. Cool. Oh my lord. Well, Aqua's gonna handle it herself, and now Rama has a jetpack and is going in to help her, but I'm not even noticing anything. I'm not even looking in that direction. I'm looking at Sue, and I'm gonna fucking kill her. Okay. Oh. All last episode, I, all I wanted was a nat 20, and I didn't get one. I'm going to do something that's probably not the best decision mechanically, but we're going to do it. We're going to hope on hope that uh, I'm first doing falling. How close am I to Sue? Um, you are 15 feet away from her. Oh, dope. Okay, so I can reduce my speed by half. Um... Which would, um, my, which would give me 20 because I got 10 extra feet of movement. Um, and I'm going to channel the force in order to gain advantage on this next attack I make on Sue. And I'm going to try for something really good. It would be nice if I got a natural 20. Fuck. I did not get a natural 20. I don't think I even fucking hit. I hate this game so much. This game is dumb. It's bad. Are you trying to make a lightsaber attack? Yeah. Okay. What did you roll? Um, uh, 13. 13. There's no uh, way 13 hits, Sue, right? There's, like, no, no. way. No. Um, okay. 13 does not hit. Um, so, yeah, so you charge in with your double saber, um, and Sue, uh, it, as you get closer, you see that, like, more and more of her fur seems to be molting off, and underneath it you can see, like, more and more, like growing tendrils of the corruption from the crown streaking throughout her body and you see that she is moving with what seems to be a supernaturally enhanced um, agility and she is able to meet you blow for blow on your lightsaber. Not giving ground, not gaining ground, but you guys are exchanging um, lightsaber attacks and parries um, as you duel underneath the kyber crystal. Okay. Next attack. Ugh. It doesn't hit. It's fine. It's not an actual one or anything, but it doesn't hit. It's fine. It's cool. It's it's cool. I'm being so cool and normal about this, actually. Um, as a bonus action, I'm just gonna add two to my AC. It's fine. It's cool. It's great. I'm having a good time, Rob. I'm having so much fun. <laughs> I think someone's upset that someone else fell into a pit. I'm going. I'm gonna throw. I'm gonna go in that pit. I'm gonna pull Akala out. I'm gonna throw her back in there. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> as you are having this lightsaber exchange with sue she's um, just really good at lightsabers oh my god she, her spluttering like dark angry purple lightsaber meets yours um and she says to you you are all alone up here now boy your friends are in the pit um and she uh, keeps keeps on battling. It is now her turn. Sure. With that lightsaber, um, she is going to make uh, a series of attacks against you. Yeah, of course. So just need to do some good old-fashioned dice rolling. Okay, first one is a 16. Does that misses. hit? 16 misses, very good. Uh, and the other one comes out to a 20, so I imagine that hits. Yeah, that hits. Um, so we're going to roll some damage dice. 
she is able to now go on the offensive against you um, and with a series of fast and very like heavy overhand blows she starts to drive you back and even though that you have far more technical skill in this art your day of trekking underneath the power and lights district and fighting many battles has left you weary and the cacophony of lightning strikes and gunshots and uh, the sounds of combat and death have left your senses somewhat dulled and uh, weary and you let your guard slip and she's able to get a clean cut against you um, with her lightsaber and you are repelled back slightly um, as she gets a uh, cutting blow against you and that'll be seven damage ah <laughs> that's so fun <laughs> Fuck. okay which now brings us uh, back to Akala in the pit so like I don't know if I should just wait for Rama to like try to carry me back up, but I don't. <laughs> I'm not gonna rely on that. So can I make a, an athletics check to try to climb my way up? Yeah, I, I'm here to catch you if you fall in the meantime. Okay. Got it, <laughs> if you were like, if you were like a five on the get back up. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yes. Um. Yeah. Yeah. You can definitely uh, make an athletics check. So go ahead and do that. Oh, that's a 19. Um, excellent. Uh, yeah, so you are able to, like, uh, so you, you're, like, wedged into the side of this metal wall, and you're able to, like, plant your feet firmly against it and, like, pull your hips in so you're very close to the wall. And this is a very difficult move, but in one motion, you're able to, like, jump several feet up, take out the wrist plate, and punch it back in. Um, so that very you American have... Ninja Warrior. That is amazing. That is so sick. <laughs> Oh my god, okay. Um, so I guess what I would like you to do, so I said you're 15 feet below the, the rim. I guess I would like you to roll me a d20 and and tell me how... Uh, well, climbing just well, takes half half your movement. Half or your movement? It takes double, double movement. So like, if I wanted to climb 15 feet, that would just use all my movement. Is that fair? I would say like this is especially rough. Like the the the, okay. the what you have to do to accomplish this is a, is a super human feat. So I'm going to say like you get uh i'll say you get seven feet yeah just like seven feet of of jumping height up from where you start fine but you still have uh maybe we can so we can call that your movement you still have your action um the other things you can do see i could phase walk again but then i would have like no force points to do fucking anything i guess that's not true i can use my regular my my cantrips um, yeah, I'm just gonna phase walk again, I guess, since that doesn't get me all the way up. Let's do it. Um, I'm gonna teleport the remaining seven feet, I guess, to get me up. Okay. Um, yeah, so you're, you're, gonna like use, <laughs> you're, you're gonna use phase walk then to get yourself up? Yeah. Okay. Um, good, good, good. So that will, that will easily get you to the ledge. Um, so I'm gonna say that you're able to blink up, and then I just need, um, 
I'm gonna say like at this point, since you're close enough, like and you're on the wall, you don't even need to get another athletics check to get back. I was over gonna the say because I can move thirty yeah. feet with phase walk, so like yeah. So I'm gonna say that you're 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 able to like phase walk yourself like up and like scramble over the ledge, um, and you come up on the near side uh, to Sue and L's battle, um, and behind you is the uh, very hurt remaining Trandoshan. Um, and Oko's unconscious body. Um, great. All right. Um, so that was my movement and my bonus action. Yeah? So I still have an action left? I believe so. Um, great. Perfect. Um, I would have one force point left. Um, so how close, how close is everyone to me? Like, I'm probably not in melee range of anyone, yeah? You are, no, yeah, you're 15 feet away from, like, Sue and L's battle. <laughs> Amazing. Um, I'm going to. This is a cantrip, believe it or not. I'm going to cast shock at Sue, um, which is a ranged force attack. Um. Okay, so you like extend your hand um, and and use this this shock cantrip, um, and a like smaller like more directed thin bolt of uh blue lightning streaks out towards master sue but before it is able to hit her you see it be rebounded by a uh translucent orb of a shield that comes into existence briefly around her before the lightning is dispersed i don't even get to roll a hit that's lame okay fine whatever all right, that's my turn, I guess. Guess the dark side okay. isn't all it's cracked up to be. <laughs> <laughs> when your dark side powers are simply f- uh, foiled by a single shield. I mean... I don't it, think it's like a literal shield. I think it's just uh, immunity to lightning or something. Yeah, whatever. Um, yeah, it is a it is a higher level force casting, uh, or a higher level force spell that she cast last session. Um, gotcha. Okay. That's oh, when I yeah, was describing I the... The barrier around her, yeah. That didn't cost cost me anything, so we're good. Good, uh, good, good, good. It's cool. You did as much damage as I did last turn, so it's fine. <laughs> yeah, okay. And I can just run up to her next time, so. Okay. Okay. Um, next in the initiative order is Rama. All right. Well, we are out of superiority die, and everything else I can do just about. <laughs> Um, so I'm just gonna f- use my all of my movement to fly up uh, to the ledge next to uh, where Akala had landed, <clears throat> and then just unload two more slugs at this Trandoshan. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna have to reload again soon, which is just great. It's okay. We're doing so good right now, actually. All right, that's oh, that's really good. That is a 25. Oh damn, that's a 12. <laughs> Um, the 25 hits, the 12 does not. Oh, I just want to kill this thing so bad. So let me get this straight. He's not armed anymore at all with anything. You see him stumbling over to Oko's unconscious form with some sort of small object in his hand. Awesome. So I can use this arming blow. Um, it's not a weapon, but like, uh, yeah. I mean, if you think that you want the extra damage. I do, and since I don't need to expend a superiority die to do it, oh right, 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 you know, yeah, might as well. It's, yeah, it's the only good. thing I can do. I'm gonna end up rolling a one on it, and it's gonna be like, oh yeah, the the usual. All right, uh, 
Nine plus five is fourteen. That's fourteen damage. Okay, that's more than enough to kill. Um, oh, so. I was about to say the disarming blow did another two damage. Yeah. Yay. Um, I'm picking a next class next time we do Star Wars. I'm kidding. This has been a lot of fun. Continue. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, no, your disarming blows are extremely powerful. Which is, I, I just didn't want you to waste a superiority die, but I remembered that it doesn't cost you anything. So. That's all the only reason I was hesitant. Um, you are able to absolutely kill this man. Um, so he is he is stumbling over towards Oko's unconscious form, some strange object in his hand. You're able to uh, use one bullet to shoot into his hand, essentially making him drop it. Um, and one more in the head, and he slumps to the ground, um, lifeless and dead. Um, and you see a splatter of green ichor and scales um, and reptilian kind of skin fly into the opposite direction as you know an elephant slug exits his skull oh i thought they smelled bad on the outside <laughs> um great so that's rama's turn uh which brings us back to l okay we're gonna just go for three attacks see what happens okay okay that's one miss um does a 19 hit 19 does hit. Okay, then a 20 definitely hits. Um, okay, so that those two hit. I'm also going to use my last two force points to um, force empowered strikes to add 2d8. 10 plus 10 is 20 plus 4. That's 24 energy damage. 24 energy damage. Excellent. Um, yeah, so you are able to retaliate against uh, her previous strikes with several uh, substantive uh, blows of your own as you use your double lightsaber to whirl around her um, and dart through her defenses. You are able to poke into her several times and leave uh, shallow piercing um, lightsaber birds into her abdomen. And you said you do, dealt how much damage for me? 24. 24. Nice. Um, so you're able to, to, yeah, stab her several times um, with some shallow cuts, and she recoils from you um, and uh, does not say anything but looks angry and determined and snarls uh, in a very animalistic way towards you. Yeah, I, just, I think L likewise is just silent, but instead of anger, it's just like a very clear focus on what's happening at hand. Great. Well, I think that since you are locked into this duel, she's also going to retaliate with uh, several swings from her lightsaber, and the duel will continue. Sure. Um, what if you missed all of them? Wouldn't that be great? You crit, didn't you? Fuck. God damn it. Shit. Sucrets. Like I said earlier... L's senses have been failing him steadily as the battle has worn on and he has sustained more damage and the more chaos and hardship that you endure, the more difficult it is to proceed. And after landing some substantive strikes, you see Sue double over and, and clutch her stomach and then very quickly reach out in front of her with her hand and pull you towards her. And in one swift motion, she swings her lightsaber in a diagonal direction across her body and slices off your hand and part of your head tails. 
dealing 14 damage. Yeah, I'm down. Uh, you fall to the ground and you see uh, your lightsaber and your disconnected right hand fall to the ground nearby. Um, you feel the most intense pain of your life before quickly losing consciousness. Um, and next turn you'll make death saving throws. Cool. Great. Uh, so now it is uh, Akko's turn. Uh, and you just saw all of this as well. This happened right in front of you. Yeah, maybe if you weren't spending so much time playing around in that pit, I'd still be alive right now. <laughs> well, shit. Um... Well, actually, before you before you take your turn, like, what are you what are you feeling in this moment? Like, what emotions and like thoughts cross your mind as you see like L get her hand or his hand chopped off? Yeah, I was thinking about that as well. Um, I think this probably feels very similar. I think she gets that same feeling, if not, like, maybe a little duller because it's not as intense as it was the first time, maybe, but that same feeling that she felt when Elle died the first time felt that, like, disturbance in the Force. So, so this is what happens. Um, you see L fall, and the world kind of like slows down for you in this moment, um, and it feels like each second is like lasting an eternity as you're processing all of this. And you feel in your hand as this happens, uh, like a weight that you like haven't really been cognizant of this entire battle. But early on in the battle, when Soul was shattered, you saw the the completely round crystal, now marred by that lightning bolt uh, scar, fly off into the room. And at some point, it has found its way back into your hand. And you see that it is swirling partially with this angry orange-red energy inside of it. But you see that it is also being swirled with this electric blue. And you realize in this moment that you have a decision to make about your future, and by extension, the future of this Kyber Crystal and the Corpus Corsanti and the, your entire future. Akala. I don't know how you're feeling, but this is not the best time to lose your shit, okay? I was gonna be fine. We're gonna get him out of here. We're gonna kill Sue. This could be better. You've trained for- I don't know how old you are. I don't do math. You've trained for years to be able to avoid losing your mind. I don't know, light side, dark side, purple side, I don't give a shit. I know that you're on the light side. I just jumped into a pit to try and save you if you fell. If Elle were still up right now, and he saw you falling into this pit, Elle would jump in to take you out. L would not let you fall to the dark side. Probably. 
You know what? It's okay. Maybe think about something else. The... I've seen the way he looks at you. You probably don't know this, but I think he loves you. Think about that instead. And think about what life is going to be like afterwards. As Rama's saying all of this, um, you see, like, yeah, like, Akala, like, clutching this, like, round crystal in her hand, and you could, like, I, Rama, I'm gonna say that, like, with your thermal vision, you can see, like, the diff, like, the heat emanating around her palm, and, like, the different, like, swirling energy around her, and I think I'm gonna it's turn very... it off before I go blind, because <laughs> yeah. it's gotta be pretty bright, I'm like, ow, yeah. shit! <laughs> you, like, and you can, you can tell, just based on how she's been acting, uh, and the, the, the power that she's wielding that she, like you have accurately deduced, is in a deep pit. So this is the question. Mil, or Hannah, if you think that is uh, persuasive enough to prevent Akala from sinking into despair and being lost for forever, then I'll let you make that choice. I think... I think Akala hears Rama's words and believes them and internalizes them and ultimately in her mind it becomes this like fight of literally like what is the the stronger emotion here right now um she she hears those words and feels those words that rama said to her but as she is staring at l on the floor who has just been nearly chopped in half um it just takes her back to the pain that she felt there is just an overwhelming fear of having to relive all of that pain and grief that she felt the first time Elle died. So, while Rama's loving words are really strong, I think her pain is stronger. And as we all know, fear leads to anger, and that anger envelops her completely. You uncurl your hand, and soul has, crystal has settled on a deep, consistent red tone. And as you, like, see it, uh, you feel the, like, hatred for Sue burns so bright in your chest that it just drowns out all thought and reason. And 
though Soul, the shield was destroyed, much like you and your previous persona as this Jedi has kind of been destroyed and now remade into something darker and a bit more sinister, though it is not made of metal and machinery, a ghastly pale red visage of a spiked and sharp-edged shield appears as kind of a phantom spectral weapon around your left wrist and around this kyber crystal that you have corrupted. This phantom weapon has the same damage stats as soul, you just cannot throw it. Um, okay. And it does not give you a boost to AC. Okay. Um, yeah, I think you described everything well enough. Um, so I'm just gonna uh, roll up to run up to Sue and just start fucking wailing on her with Red Soul. Um, Great. Let's go. That's uh, 16 for the first hit. That hits. And uh, that will also hit a 23 for the second one. Um, and I'm also going to spend my last force point to use... Um, uh, I guess I can't technically use phase throw, can I? No. Since I'm not throwing it. Okay. You I'm don't have use... a physical weapon to throw. You can only right. throw the spear. Right. This is a very, like... Yeah. No, no, no. I get yeah. you. Um, yeah. yeah. So I'm going to use moment. my um, last force point to... Um, use force empowered self double strike and add an additional uh, kinetic combat die um, to the damage that is um, 9 damage for the first hit and um, 10 for the second so that's 19 damage to, to Sue nice okay so um yeah, like, describe this, like, charge that you're making, like, into, like, Sue to, to attack her. Um, yeah, I think she's probably not even, like, looking at Soul whenever it, like, forms on her arm, this ghost soul, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, but she can just feel it, and so she just, like eyes kind of move from L straight to Sue and then just lock and just charge and then wailing as, as hard as she can. Gotcha. So like you like thrust um, like both Sue and like your leaf blade with a combination of strikes like trying to very aggressively like knock away Sue from uh, L and through a series of like heavy like aggressive attacks like an attacking style that you feel like you would never would have been practicing uh you know days before this but now feels all too natural um just huge aggressive swings clashing against your lightsaber and you were able to like backhand her essentially away with your shield um away from l's body gaining some separation between you two great Everything's fine. Everything's it's fine. fine. Everything's fine. Everything's good. <laughs> Whose turn is it? Not mine. I just went. It's not <laughs> mine. Yeah, Probably you really mine. did just go. <laughs> so it's Akala. So Rama, it is your turn. So Rama, you just saw 
Aquila, high key fall to the dark side. Yeah, like, Contra- sorry, Mama. I did you ignore did you so hard. <laughs> you did, you did so you you did. so hard on that speech. Thank you, Han. That, that means a lot. So Even good. if Aquila didn't listen, I'm glad that Han did. Yeah. Yeah, like, what's what's going through Rama's mind right now? As you see, like, uh, Aquila, like, conjure the shield and, like, fly into a rage, essentially, and start attacking Sue. So, I, like, Rama doesn't know how the he doesn't know exactly how the force works, but he knows, like, there's a light side, the dark side, and red means dark side. So he knows what happened. And he's, like, his first thought, selfishly, is, like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, I just, <laughs> like, I just poured my heart out to you. Um, and his second thought is, like, you know... It's, it's not like he has that big of a problem with the dark side at all you know it's they're just sides of the force it has it rama is completely neutral in every possible sense of neutral except he likes to be good personally but dark um, side light side if it cuts the bad guys up red light purple blue orange white it's a lightsaber um interesting yeah okay i see that um akala he loves akala a lot and Akala is not dark side. And he also knows there's a lot of pain that comes from people who switch to the dark side. And he's not about that at all. Like, if she'd always been a Sith, he'd be like, oh, cool, red lightsaber cut bad guy. But Akala is not a Sith Lord. She's a good Jedi that ju- finally just made Jedi status in the temple after being a Padawan. Yeah, I really made it like two weeks there. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so he's kind of he's like oh this is bad and so you know seeing that she turned to the dark side based off of hatred too which is probably how everyone turns but I don't know I'm sure there's cool Sith Lords out there um, and an anger that L <laughs> went <you>? down <laughs> hey, what's a percentile like being sure about that like I would say there's like maybe a 5% chance there's a really cool Sith Lord out there that's like just so, but so I think his his heart's just kind of slowly breaking, knowing how much pain Akala must be going through, because angry red lightsaber, I guess in this case red shield, Akala is not Akala, and being so upset you have a personality change sounds immensely emotionally painful. <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty insightful. Um, dang. Oh, I mean, well, you well know, said. It's, um, that's that's Brennan's more eloquent way of putting it. I mean, Tarama, he sees Akala, who usually has the symbol of light, literally a sun in her wrist, see her love interest best friend get cut down, then get angry and turn a sharp red. <laughs> you know? um, that's a very self-explanatory visual. But I'm glad you like my my wording of it. No, I think I think those into like the, you know it's you saying it, but I think like you're thinking in your character's mind, and I don't think it's outside of the realm of possibility for Rama to think that. And so, what I would like you to do is um, just just you know between friends, I'd like you to roll me a d6. Did you say between friends? Yeah, just between friends. I want you to roll me a d6. Just between bros, <laughs> you know. Just a bro. Just between. <laughs> What the you. hell is a between friends role? It's between I've us guys. Deep, like seven years between us guys. That's a three. Okay, um, Rama, you have undergone a, an, an 
an enormous amount of emotional and personal growth since entering these caves. Um, you've had to deal with your party members uh, splitting up, potentially dying, falling from grace. Um, you fought, you've slain a dragon, you've saved your friends, you've confronted a haunting memory of a dead lover and have come out the other side of it much wiser and much more aware of the world and those around you than you were previously. So what you just rolled in that D6, I would like you to add to your wisdom stat. <laughs> Holy shit. Just between friends. Ah, Hot yeah. damn. Yes. What did you roll? Oh, or three. No. Damn. No longer will I have a negative modifier on every wisdom check of the game. <laughs> Thank you, Rob. You're such yeah. a sweetheart. Rama has earned it, um, and I was just inspired by uh, both your speech and your assessment of Akala turning dark side. Um, you. So kind. You, you literally stole Akala's <laughs> wisdom points away. Yeah, I think, yeah. Uh, alternatively, I'm going to have to talk to you in a little bit about what your stats are going to look like going forward. I yeah. now have an 11. My wisdom was so fucking pitiful. I now have a plus zero. Hey. The wisdom. Oh, that's man. higher than me. That's uh, that's crazy. That is so crazy. Well, thank you. Oh my lord, how my intelligence became my lowest stat. That's funny. Uh, <laughs> I have feelings now, but I'm still stupid. Um, well, thank you. You're welcome. Um, it is also your turn. So, okay. however, now you having now just ascended slightly in your consciousness. <laughs> uh, well, how would you like to proceed? I'm gonna, you know, God. Damn it, Akala, this isn't you! Can, can we have a back and forth? It's like, what are you thinking? Um, I don't, like, I think it would be weird if she were to, like, stop mid-fight with Sue to, to talk with me Rama right now. Again. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just infuriating. I, I know you're in pain, but don't let it consume you. This is not... Oh, fuck it. I'm going to reload the... <laughs> uh, what, what I will say is that I think she probably hears you and is crying a little bit. I also pictured Akala crying. I'm glad we're on the same page there. Yeah. Um, how far away is... What, 70 feet? I can't even get to you guys now. I can't even go... Oh, uh, so there were 70 feet before you crossed the pit, but you've moved since then, so now they're only um, like 15 feet away from Okay. You. Is there a... It's actually been a while since... I've had, so I've had to do this in D&D. What is the mechanic for stabilizing? Do I need to have a healing we uh, item? I have a med pack on me. Oh, you do? Oh, I would know that too, because we each got one. Yeah. Um, I'm going to uh, just, you know, God damn it, Akala, reload the slug thrower, run the 15 feet, and it's a, an action, right, to, to stabilize somebody? Yeah, so it's reloading a bonus action. Uh, ooh, on the akimbo thing it is. I think we decided. Oh. Well, if you're, I mean, I think it makes sense that if if it's a bonus action when you have two guns, that it would be a right. bonus action because it's it's if anything, it's easier. <laughs> so okay. Um, so yeah, so you can bonus action reload, use your movement to get over there, and then I'm gonna say like it makes sense that if you're gonna spend a whole action to heal and stabilize, that that would encompass a free object interaction as well. So. Um, Got it. Yeah. So, I mean, that's just... I don't think I'd get an action after all that, though, right? That's just my turn. Well, did you take it? Did you take another action, or...? 
No, but I mean, if I, I mean, if you let me reload, run oh, fifteen oh. feet, and stabilize, I mean, because <laughs> didn't we decide it was an action to st- uh, to use a stim pack on somebody else? Right, so. think, but yeah. but if reloading is a bonus action, then you would still have your action. No, he's saying that he's reloading as a bonus action and using the action to stabilize using his move, using his reloading, using his movement to get to L, then using his action to stabilize L. Yes. And that's his turn. Yes, yeah. You don't okay. get anything else after that. Yes. Okay, excellent. Cool. Same you guys were both saying the same thing, but, like, not realizing it. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> Communication error. Um, okay. uh, do I roll the dice, or do you want to roll it, Brennan? Um, I, or do we each want to roll one? I say we each roll one. That'd be really okay. cute. So it's where 2d4 do you, plus two, yeah? Uh, it, it is 2d4 plus two. Question, If uh, would L have had a conversation with Rama of like where to be stabbed with a stem pack because I, I assume know. it's like EpiPen rules, so just do the outer thigh. Got it. But your thighs are like McJacked. Can I get all the way through? Like that's a real question. Yep, you can. Okay. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> just can. Okay, just making sure. It's like all three feet of thigh muscle. That don't has. don't don't give don't ask questions that I wasn't thinking about. You don't <laughs> the needle like breaks off in the just, thigh. Okay, just, just take the heel. <laughs> don't don't argue against yourself. Don't Fuck. argue against me specifically. You got a one? Yes. I got a three, so that's six HP for me. Right. More importantly, so do you get all six, or does one bring you back and the other five are on top? No, you, I just get the all of it. Sweet. All right, um, so, so Rama runs thing. over, grabs, searches frantically through L's. <laughs> um, uh, it's not hard to find. I do actively keep it in, like, an outer pocket, so it's like... Got it. Finds uh, the stim pack in the outer pocket, mumbling really angrily at Akala. <laughs> fucking listening. Grabs it and says, God fucking damn it, Akala. And I'm going to stab uh, L in the thigh. Okay. Um, on, so come on, come on, come you're on, able on. to stabilize L. Um, I think that, like, so you can kind of decide what you want to do about like your turn L but these are the these are the things that I need uh, right now so you got a hand cut off um, so first of all I need you to roll me a d6 five okay and you're a dexterity based fighter correct no I'm a strength based you're strength based okay um, then I'm going to need you to decrease your strength by uh, five for having your hand cut off um I am mad about that. Yeah. Um, but, you know. That's a lot. Oh, my that's God. That's a lot. Just for now. I mean, there's, you know, you can get that back, but you've lost a fucking hand. Um, yeah. Um, you have your turn now. Um, there's, that's basically all we need to get across. It's just like, yeah. Like, for right now, you're in really bad shape. Your lightsaber is about 10 feet away from you. Okay. Let's see, half my movement plus 10 feet. So I have 10 feet of movement. Am I 10 feet away from the fight? Um, yeah, because Akala uh, was able to rebuff Sue from you using her, her shield and leaf blade. What do I see when I see Akala and Sue fighting? Um, roll me a perception check. Oh, that's a four. Um, it's difficult for you to, like, you're in a state of so much pain and like shock that it's difficult for you to like make out the movements but all you see is like clashes of red and like purple and like bright 
sparks and um, like a cacophony of like lightsaber blades clashing. Um, and you're left with a distinct impression that uh, the energy has gotten more sinister in this battle. Um, but otherwise, like you just see like the color of the fight happening in front of you. Um, which is not to say that you'll get any penalty to like try to hit or anything if you want to join the fight. It's just like for narrative reasons, it's a little bit of a blur. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, I'm just gonna go up and try and hit Sue three times. Okay. I am. My saber is a finesse weapon, so I am gonna use dexterity to hit. Great. That's clever. Very good. Okay. Does a 15 hit? 15 does hit. Okay. Then all three of them hit. Whoa. Lowest was a natural 11. I'm going to say, with with three attacks, I think you're probably in kill range here. Yeah, we'll see. Okay, so that's seven damage on the first two attacks. No, eight damage on the first two attacks. And then another eight on the third one. So that's 16 damage. Okay, so 16 total. Um, okay, this is, that's a lot, but she's... Uh, yeah, I don't have any... Um, yeah, I don't have any force points or anything to burn. Okay. Um, so describe what you do to like join the fight with Akala here. Like what happens as I, you deal these blows? Like my ears are ringing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know the the head tails from Twi'leks are like part, like also a sensory organ. You know, mm-hmm. uh, so it's probably incredibly disorienting being down one of those. I also am missing an entire fucking arm, and a lot of the way that I fight is kind of going back and forth uh, between them. And I think it makes sense, too, using dexterity instead of strength, because kind of the whole thing with the strength fighting with the lightsabers that you have the two hands and you're going for really, like, protracted, kind of grounded strikes, and I don't have that, but um, El gets on mission mode whenever he's fighting, and I think he just instinctively isn't really sure what's going on, is disoriented, but knows that Sue needs to go down, um, and so just grabs it with his left hand and kind of twirls it, and so instead of getting the very, like, grounded and decisive strikes, it's really just trying to connect at all and trying to keep balance without having the additional arm, and it's less of a, like, it's still not really, like, a fight out of anger. There's, like, definitely a frustration there, but it's also just this weariness that like this needs to be done like you're on the going from the brink of death and back yeah and i think with that energy nothing has changed since he's noticed uh akala at different times kind of do some weird sketch stuff he's like very much just cannot even entertain any of that right now because there's a mission that needs to be accomplished um and i think that's the energy as he begins to engage with sue and it's just keeping his focus on that and to the ignorance of everything else. So amazing. That's a beautiful description. I think with that in mind, as you and Akala are kind of like, the way you describe it is like, Elle is in this like moment of supreme high stakes focus of just like, you have to focus on each individual movement to stay alive. And by kind of entering this like, sort of like disoriented flow state, you are able to like, have these like swirling precise strikes that sneak under master Sue's guard 
and you and Akala are able to get a series of blows against her as you fight in concert and are able to push her back um, closer uh, towards uh, uh, like falling back on like a pile of bodies that you have like slowly like pressed her towards um, and uh, now it will be her turn to retaliate she looks very like she it now looks like very much cut up and is like struggling mightily to like defend herself and it's one of those it looks like um, from an outside perspective I guess from Rama's eyes like a trained combatant like Rama you would see that like though like any individual hit has not been great enough to fell her when her guard falls it will be very clear that this battle will be over incredibly quickly and that like the next real advantage state will decide who lives and who dies um, so with that in mind it is Master Sue's turn and I think that she will, true to form of what's happening, is going to make a lightsaber attack against each one of you um, to defend herself. Okay. Um, uh, oh, heads or tails? Heads. No, wait, tails, because I have head tails. Oh, damn, wait, that's both of them! No, I'll stay with heads. <laughs> head, 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 tails, head, tails. So, head, you, head which one are you choosing? Head. I, I ended up with heads. <laughs> okay, it was heads. So, the Sue rolled a natural one and a 17. So, uh, against L, I'm going to say, since you won that coin flip, uh, she crit failed. Um, the crazy thing is my AC is exactly 17. So, if I had lost that coin flip, she would have just barely hit. Oh, uh-huh. Yeah, it's high stakes out here, gang. Um, ah! I'm having a great time. Lost the, so, uh, the seven, arm, the shoulder. <laughs> Seventeen's gonna hit against Akala. Um, so this is just this is just a D8. So she could you could get off pretty light here. Um, there's no addition to it. Well, there's an addition to it, but she's not rolling like three D6s anymore. You know. Gotcha. She's, Got it. Okay, uh, it's going to be. Six damage to you, Aqua. All right, I'm still up, but barely. Um. Yeah. So, like, in as she's being forced back, like against like this like pile of bodies behind her, um, she like tries to swing at UL, but like slips on some blood on the ground, and like a like like a, a sneaker squelch slash squeak like comes out of her foot as she like lunges towards you and misses completely but then is able to save her balance and spin around and come and strike up at you, Akala, um, knocking against your shield and cutting slightly into your arm, uh, dealing some damage. Now it is going to be uh, Akala's turn again. Right, so everything that Mills was saying about Elle being like um, very calculated, very focused in on each move, I think Akala is the opposite of that. I think she is moving in like reckless blind rage against sue right now who just killed her partner soul kind of and also struck down l her best friend um so yeah two more uh attack well i'm gonna use my um force imbuement to as a bonus action to raise my um hit roll and then i'm gonna do two attacks that is a 22 
for the first hit. And uh, 22 hits. Yeah, and uh, 23 for the second hit. Um, excellent. Uh, 20, those both hit. That's nine damage total. All right. Uh, finish her off. Okay. Um, yeah, so I think, like I said before, complete blind rage. Um, maybe kind of, as she's moving to hit Sue, kind of steps in front of L, so she can guarantee that she gets the kill on Sue instead of L, and then goes for the neck and slices her across the neck. And I think as, um, I don't know if you want to narrate this at all, but as she sees Sue die, her her eyes glow with satisfaction. Uh, they do, except they are not the blue that you would expect. They are a dark golden red. Uh, yes, you step in front of a, a lightsaber stroke aimed at L and parry it with your shield and with your leaf blade slit her throat and she slides slowly down to the floor, blood gushing from her cut arteries and the crown of Erebus that had been possessing her falls off of her head and uh, clatters to the ground. The purple smoke that was filling the room uh, very quickly starts to dissipate and the room clears. However, the Corpus Corsanti is still burning this crimson tortured red color inside. Um, combat is over. Oko Valneem is unconscious. Um, and Akala, you're uh, still in a rage. Um, what do you guys want to do? I mean, so L, you're, L is, is badly damaged. So, uh, so am I. You know. I've only got three health left. Are, are we out of um, initiative now? Yes, we are out of initiative. I am going to... I'm going to call for Monkey, actually. Okay. Do you want to? Do you want to add? Kevin? Monkey. <laughs> um, and you see like a shimmer and monkeys, um, like cute like simian shaped head like comes out from the door like and like leans over kind of with a lot of uh like fear to see if there's still a battle going on and he like sees the carnage and shrinks um and starts clattering over to you and after a few seconds he comes up to you. Um, all three and like kind of looks around he looks at Rama sees that you're safe and gives you kind of like a and then uh, looks at L and kind of same looks at your arm and like shows concern and like starts looking at it um, and then senses Akala and recoils around your legs L um, for a moment and goes yeah monkey uh, do you think you can grab that crown for me um, he like very low to the ground and all all fours like crawls like in a like wide arc around Akala and like uh, grabs the crown and then starts like sprinting away from her and then opens up his chest cavity and uh, places it into uh, the holding container inside like in the center of his chest um, and you see like for a brief moment like all of the lights and power indicators around his body like glow and expand for a second and then like shrink back down into size um, until he's just the normal M0 droid again. 
Um, I'm going to start moving towards Oko. I'm going to start moving toward Akala. I'm going to start moving towards Oko faster. <laughs> uh, A lot faster. Um, Look, I'm jetpacking. <laughs> um, if you, so just mathematically, if you jetpacked over the center of the uh, like center pit, like you would definitely get there faster. So I'm going to say, like, yeah, no contest. You're able to get Mad. Oko a few seconds before Akala can. I must stand over Oko and I'm going to hold my hand gun, hand, my hand cannon, and I'm not going to point it at her, but I'm going to say, All right, that's enough. Battle's over. Calm down. Rama, move out of my way. You're not killing her. I need the bounty. I want to retire, and she will let me do that. Rama, she was torturing children. Okay, and killing her is not going to untorture them, so stop moving. She doesn't deserve to live. Nobody gets what they deserve. That's how the galaxy works. We get what we can get, and we keep moving. I'm going to force push Rama. No, you're not. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Akala, this would or L, this would be great. Yeah, Help. I'm gonna try. I think, I think you need to make a strength save if you're actually gonna force push him. Uh, also, do you yeah. have like what are your what is your for, force point situation looking like? It's a cantrip, so I have zero force points. Oh, left, if Akala but... is if Akala is making a move against Rama, I am going to strike Akala with your lightsaber. Um, you can. I'm gonna, your, if you, you could punch her, right? Like a non-lethal damage. She's got three HP. Yeah, I've got three HP left. You could plus your you strength. Give me pretty easy. Roll a D4. Yeah, my strength is shit now. <laughs> oh yeah, wait a minute. Punch her with um, the good arm. You would get me like literally. If <laughs> your lightsaber does the same as mine, you would get me down easy. Yeah, um, like minimal damage. If you, hit I'm me. gonna I'm gonna cast force technique, and. I am going to, yeah, I'm gonna cast. I'm gonna cast force technique, and I'm just gonna punch Akala with my good arm. All right, <laughs> sick. Roll to hit. Do we? Do one of them have to roll to see which happens first, or am I just gonna? Is that gonna? Do we need like roll initiative? Or um, I'm gonna say that just like in the order that you guys have said this, it, it makes sense to me. I'm, I probably uh, like I, I like I see it as like I stick out my hand to do it, but then L probably gets there first. Got it. So uh, that's fair for everyone. I have been waiting this entire goddamn session plus for one single natural 20. <laughs> My AC and is I low. I finally got it. Oh, you got it? Oh, shit. And I finally got it. This is the Did time you? to get it. 1d4 damage. That's a three. That's I double the dice. Oh, wait. I know that already takes you out. Yeah, that takes me out. That is uh, four damage. Plus, uh, even if it didn't, um, you are wreathed in glowing barrier force energy. And if you willingly moved before your next turn, you would take 1d8 force damage. Oh. Or 2d8 force damage. So, so how much damage was that? Four? Yeah, it's four. All right. I'm down. L, you, uh, like, force and power punch uh, Akla square right. in the jaw. Or, oh, or, yeah. or wherever you want to hit her. I was assuming I was right behind her. So I'm just going to, like, force punch kind of in right below the neck in between, like, the shoulder blades as just, like, a way to just kind of knock her out. Um, yeah, yeah. And you definitely hit that off button after all the strain that she's been through. She, she collapses, like, basically, like, right next to Oko. Um... 
you guys need to decide how or like the, the problems facing you now is like obviously this crystal is in bad shape it is chipped it is missing crystals from it um likely that is where the all the acolytes were getting their like janky kyber crystals from was trying to chip the the main crystal it has now been uh it's been decently towards the way of being converted uh into something more sinister through the blood ritual that sue was doing and uh yeah so that's kind of the problems you guys are looking at right now so the first thing (laughs) figuring that out (laughs) (laughs) uh so the first thing i'm going to infer you know ram has always been neutral towards uh the dark side or any sort of force just out of being a staunch pragmatic nihilist but I think he's going to start to have the inkling that he might lean more like light side after that interaction with Darkula being like, ooh, maybe, maybe one, I don't like this, <laughs> you know, abandoning all reason uh, for the sake of revenge is not the, not the move. So uh, Ram is going to be like, oh my God, at Darkula and then um, just internally adjust his worldview slightly after con- having to confront her himself. Um, then I'm going to turn toward L and just say, <clears throat> uh, thanks for that. I doubt that felt good. Yeah, let's just fix this. Yeah, about that. Uh, <clears throat> what's, uh, what do we do? Uh, Monkey, you got any idea? Mm-hmm. And he kind of shrugs his shoulders. Um, and as you guys are having this conversation, uh, like you feel like more and more like static lightning, uh, like start building up in the room, and you feel like the ground shaking more, and the crystal feels like it's pulsing more and more with energy. And both of you, still conscious, feel a chill go down your spine, and your attention is drawn towards Sue's body and out of it um, so out of Sue's body you see a swirling uh, somewhat green ghastly shape take form and from this body stands a uh, specter of an alien species that none of you have ever seen before it is like a dome kind of pinhead shaped a green skin alien with two big eyes that jut out to the side kind of like a hammerhead shark um you can see very well defined uh muscle features and a um kind of royal looking flowing tunic and out from this body of sue gasps the specter (gasps) ah disappointing the vessel was not strong and it looks over towards the lying body of Akala, and very quickly you see it come floating towards you all. Oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no. I'm gonna position myself (laughs) in between (laughs) uh, Akala and this ghost. Is there a a lightsaber around Um, near me at all? Uh, there was uh like Sue's lightsaber that was falling, or actually uh yeah like Oko's Oko's lightsaber is right there. Awesome. Uh, what color is um, it? Red. I'm gonna pick up Oko's lightsaber, uh, just as a precaution, 
and then uh, just lower it, then then just put it onto my uh, utility belt, uh, lower the hand cannon at that thing, and you know what? I'm not going to ask questions. <laughs> I'm a soldier. I'm going to gun it down. Um, okay. I'd, I'd like to saber throw my lightsaber at the ghost. Awesome. Um... Okay, interesting. So, uh, not this is not a physical creature. So this is how this is gonna work. So, uh, yeah, both of you rolled a hit for those. First of all, uh, first one. Uh, twenty. All right, a twenty and a twenty-six. Okay, so uh, you both rolled really high. Um, tell me uh, the like feelings that you guys are, are feeling like as you're like confronting this ghost that is like sniffing its way kind of instinctually over towards you. I'm gonna go first because I feel like Els is gonna be more dramatic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like you know I've been in this for myself for a really 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 long time. I just wanted to go to Alderaan and quit um, but I've seen a lot of weird shit and that's about as weird as it gets. Uh, and I, I'm, I'm tired. I'm upset that I'm losing the Arcola that I knew. L is missing body parts, and I'm, uh, I, I, I'm like I, I don't have usually have to think this much. Usually it's shoot and run fast. <laughs> so I'm gonna just gun it down. I'm just gonna try and tune everything out and just exhale go back to my old soldier days and just start shooting at it. Nice. And what about you, Al? Al is uh not a man of many words, generally speaking. Um but I think this moment where they kind of you know, had like a second to just breathe, trying to figure out what to do. It's just this whole like overwhelming realization that they're all in way over their head. Um, and I think there's probably like tears. He's not entirely sure what's going on with Akala, but he knows that he doesn't want to lose her any more than he already has. Um, and there's this like idea of I don't know how to fix this crystal. I don't know how to properly save everyone from these artifacts. I don't know how to fix Akala. But if there's anything I can do to keep things from getting worse, he will do whatever it takes to give Akala a fighting chance and give the people in Coruscant a fighting chance. Amazing. So with the resolve that you two have displayed, you make these attacks. You see your large slug exit with a plume of uh, fire and smoke, and the lightsaber blade come and cut this specter uh, and twain, and you see it disapparate for a second, and your lightsaber comes back, and you catch it uh, into your hand, and you still have it illuminating out in front of you, standing over the bodies of Oko and Akala. Um, and then the specter reappears and is guarded off slightly by your lightsaber, but it comes and hisses in your face and says, This vessel still is weak. And then you see it, uh, like, lunge over you and try to grab your head, and you hear footsteps. 
Help! the door behind you gets sliced in two by a double-bladed lightsaber. And through the doorway comes Kobe Cornelius and Maxi Mule and Master Uwe. And Kobe seeing the specter once again in front of his apprentice, like so many years ago, shouts, Back to the shadows, you foul creature! And he reaches out his hand, and you feel like a beam of what feels like warm sunlight hit your back, and a massive amount of light, like a uh, like a beam of light that could be seen from orbit, shines across you and over your bodies, and makes this spirit disapparate into the air, and it hisses and curses you as it is, for the moment, banished away. And that is where we'll end our session. Yeah. I can't believe every single Star Wars story has to involve a hand getting cut off. I don't write the <laughs> rules. I don't write the rules, I just gotta follow them. <laughs> I don't are, Okay, wait. Now, I'm now just that it's happened, a Star Wars merchant. I don't make I'm just, the rules. Oh, oh, I'm just a little guy. You want Star Wars, but you don't want to get your hand cut off. I mean, come on. We don't do requests like that. So you get the sub. You get the onions and the meatballs. We don't do no onions. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big money now on new siding from LP Smart Side at Menards. Update and beautify your home with your choice of 13 timeless colors of pre-finished engineered siding. It's durable and includes a Sherwin-Williams factory finish paint warranty that means no painting for years to come. View our entire selection of siding from LP Smart Side today. And don't forget to check out our flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big